That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of The Females, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice so that you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm Lauren McGinnon with teammates Kayleen Holden and Aliyah Kamalova. Work mistakes are a special kind of stress. Whether you're knee-deep in one currently or you're scared about making one in the future, allow us to help. On today's episode, we're discussing the do's and don'ts of recovering from a work mistake. Making a mistake is annoying at best. Making a mistake at work feels particularly anxiety-inducing because unlike disappointing a parent, friend, or even yourself, disappointing a colleague, that boss, or that whole customer base can have immediate rippling consequences for an entire business that depends on its employees to keep it running. And what if that mistake is made publicly for all to see? Ooh, ouch. Even though making a mistake just means you're human, we know it's hard to remember that when you're in panic mode at work. That's why on this episode of The Females, we'll teach you six ways to recover from any work mistake. All right. Well, happy Tuesday, Aaliyah and Kayleen. Today, we're talking about mistakes at work, which was actually inspired by something positive that happened on the internet, which is probably the, the first shocker of this whole episode that something positive happened on the internet. So Aliyah, tell us more about that. Yeah. So recently the hashtag Dear Intern was trending on Twitter, which was after an intern at HBO Max accidentally sent out a test email, which I remember getting that email too and being like, oh, <laughs> there's a mistake. But HBO Max tweeted out, they said, we mistakenly sent out an empty test email to a portion of our HBO Max mailing list this evening. We apologize for the inconvenience. And as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really. And we're helping them through it. So in response, people began sharing their own work mistake horror stories. And it was like a really nice community on Twitter for like 
I guess it's like a rare thing to happen. But um, yeah, people were just like very supportive of this intern. And so, yeah, they're writing these dear intern letters to this HBO intern um, about their embarrassing mistakes at work. Yeah, we'll have to link to the whole thread in the uh, show notes because it's it, it is worth reading, especially if you are in the middle of making a work mistake, you'll enjoy some of these. I'm just going to read a couple that were my favorite. At Jason Kander said, Dear intern, I worked briefly at a big corporate law firm. One of the CEO clients got a speeding ticket and I partnered offered to take care of it. The partner delegated it to me. I spaced on it and the CEO ended up with a warrant out for their arrest. Shit happens. That's that's pretty bad. At Golden Gate Blonde, dear intern, once in a new job, I thought the files on my company laptop were copies mirrored from a shared drive. So I deleted them. They were not copies. Zero stars do not recommend. Um, That actually hurts just the thought of that. But also I'm sure that was back in a time before everyone had everything on like a Dropbox or Google Drive or something. Dear intern, when I, oh, this is from at Aaron Chevy Ford. Dear intern, when I was 25, I made a PDF assigning each employee to the Muppet. They reminded me of the most. I meant to send it to my work friend, but I accidentally sent it to the entire company. My supervisor, Beaker, wanted to fire me, but the owners, (laughs) Bert and Ernie, intervened. I think that one's my favorite. Yeah, I remember seeing one where a guy deleted all of the like lower third graphics that he worked at like a local news station. And he talked about how he just deleted all the graphics library for all the like where they say like their names and stuff and like of all the journalists. And I think he was like an intern level too. I can't anything like revolving around deleting a mass amount of information. So stressful. I mean, also the fact that these happened like I hope this intern remembers most of these mistakes people are talking about were they weren't interns they were like full-on employees and you know quote-unquote experience but I think it might be fun for us to share if you guys have made any work mistakes before we get into obviously the do's and don'ts but this thread is awesome and it it did bring me back to like some of the mistakes I made but I'm just curious Kayleen and Leah what about you guys um I actually have a pretty new one for you guys that I actually have not shared with either of you yet. Uh, (laughs) This is the place to do it. (laughs) Like, really, Kaylee? (laughs) (laughs) This is a recent one. Well, you both know half the story, I guess. And honestly, it wasn't that big of a deal, but at the moment it was very embarrassing. I was doing back and forth with a certain software provider (laughs) we have, and they just weren't helpful at all. Like, uh, they weren't being very helpful. Anyway, uh, or they weren't able to fix the problem so we had a phone call scheduled and I, I've been living in California for 10 years, but I still do this thing of uh, mixing up East and West Coast. I do it all the time still. So I'll be, it'll be like scheduled West Coast time, but I show up East Coast or, or mm-hmm. whatever way time works. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> when she didn't show up for our meeting at 10 a.m., I wrote an email being like, you know, just, just, it was like the last straw. And I was like, I'm so sick of dealing with this. You're, you're all so unprofessional. She just wrote me back a one line email being like, oh, our meeting's at 1 p.m. PST. And I was like, oh my God. Did you apologize? uh, Were you like, I'm sorry? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was, but, but, but at the same time, my frustration level was so high and she knew it was, and it was, it was justified, but to read you know, the so-called riot act for something that they actually didn't do is just like, 
it gave them the upper hand, I guess, which it was more annoying <laughs> for me than anything, yeah. I guess. It was embarrassing and annoying. Aaliyah? The first thing that I thought of was when I think I was an admin assistant and I shared a document that I guess was private information toward someone else. I like to this day, I don't know why I couldn't share that document. Like it, it was something super like I was just out of the loop on it. And it, I think it was within like my first month or so too. So I really was out of the loop. But when I sent it, I know it was wrong because I my boss came out screaming at me, like screaming. <sighs> like I, I think that was a mishandle and <laughs> they felt bad for it afterwards because I know because um, they expressed that because I don't think it really was that big of a deal. But it was like such a just like scary moment, <laughs> like because because I didn't know it was wrong even. Right. It was like I think I may have like CC'd the wrong person into or something like that. But it wasn't like nothing bad happened out of a result. So that's why it was even more confusing because it was like you should do this, whatever. And then I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like that was like my initial sort of like gut reaction is like I'm just confused because. It wasn't like a mistake when you're like, oh shit, like I deleted everything. Like I know I messed up something. So it was very much like, I'm just simply confused. Like someone tell me what I was or wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> um, and then also, there's a difference help. between mistakes. Like, okay, I act, like I deleted all the files. I sent out the wrong email and like, I'm humiliated. And I had, to, and like, everyone knows I messed this up. Um, I remember in a, a job I had, it wasn't my mistake, but one of the recruiters had basically like handled the the, the recruiter was telling someone like, you didn't get the job here. And they handled it really badly. And the person basically copy and pasted their whole email thread and sent it to the entire recruiting team at Hulu and the head of people at the time. Thank God I wasn't the recruiter who did this. So like everybody knew what that person had done. So not only did they make a mistake, but also it was humiliating because everyone knows like, and we're seeing it, right? And there's a big difference between this is a mistake and this is something really embarrassing. Like I remember my first big meeting, there were all these developers in there and I spelled Berkeley wrong. Like we were going to go recruit at UC Berkeley. And I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but that word is always so hard for me to spell. So that was embarrassing. And they were like, "Um, you spelled it wrong. And like, didn't seriously did not matter. It was like, like, just to point out to humiliate, I've definitely have booked an entire team to the wrong airport. We were going to Pittsburgh once in my brain. I was like, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, same thing. Doesn't like, there's only one airport. There's not one airport. And not to mention, there is no way to fix that mistake quickly because Philadelphia and Pittsburgh are very far away. I guess this isn't really a mistake, but at our very first career Contessa event, the bathrooms didn't work. Like not a mistake, but there was no backup situation. It was just like, hold it or leave the event early. So that was, I mean, Leo, you probably remember that. That was, that was <laughs> less fun. One of my first career contestant mistakes that was public is we had an article that was our performance reviews sexist. And I wrote in the subject line, our performance reviews sexiest. I got, a, I got a lot of responses to that one. So, I mean, to be fair to this HBO intern, yes, it didn't go out to as many people, but we've all been there. Um, and I, like I said, there's this panic mode that sets in that lets you feel like you're the only person who ever, who's ever done this. And you'll never recover, but you will. You will. So in the spirit of that, let's go over the do's and don'ts of making a mistake at work. Stressed, tired, just don't feel like cooking. 
Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Our sponsor, Freshly, offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Plus, ordering is super easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose over 30 delicious, satisfying, healthy meals like the honey mustard chicken bowl, beef and veggie stuffed peppers, or the hearty chipotle chicken stew. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. And now our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food deliveries near you and start living life freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. That is so fast. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made nutritionist design classics right to your kitchen. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to freshly.com slash females. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to freshly.com slash females for $40 off your first two orders. That's freshly.com slash females, F-E-M-A-I-L-S for $40 off your first two orders. Every mistake is an opportunity for growth. Making a mistake offers us the opportunity to put these quote unquote controls in place to help other employees avoid making the same mistake in the future. So before we get into the do's and don'ts, start by reframing how you think about mistakes in general, because mistakes can lead to solutions and the most successful companies actually embrace the best solutions. So just start by thinking about the fact that when you make a mistake, it sometimes is kind of poking a hole in a process that maybe needed to be fixed anyways. But since we're talking about reframing, let's talk about the very first do on the list, which is do calm down. Making a big mistake is unnerving and you'll be able to think more clearly if you've calmed your heart rate first. So I recommend taking a walk around the block or listening to your favorite song, even just taking a few deep breaths to reassure yourself that everything is going to be okay. Not only will you really truly be okay, but you'll be better at thinking clearly and finding a solution to the problem if you're calm versus if you're throwing you and your body into a full on work fire drill. I have been there before and you can feel the heart racing faster and all it kind of does is make you waste precious time for thinking about those solutions and trying to figure out, okay, who do I need to contact and what is the next step? Yeah. It also makes you not focus on any other task properly. So even if you have to continue on with your day with like this panic in the background, nothing is like, you're probably just going to make more mistakes because you're just, you know, on edge and so frazzled by the first thing that happened. Um, Yeah, definitely just walking, I think would be if you have the opportunity to, it would be super helpful. Yes. Any, anything to really like get the jitter, like get the nervous energy out of your body. Just shake it out. <laughs> Our next tip is a don't. Don't try to keep it a secret. Own up to your mistake because the more you try to hide it, the worse it can be. And most of the time, it's better to own up to the mistake sooner rather than later because communication plays a huge role in coming up with a solution. So whatever you do, avoid running away from the sense of disappointment and unhappiness. Pushing down how you feel by working harder, ignoring the issue, or any other activity makes it more difficult to get over the mistake. 
as uncomfortable as this is, and it can be really uncomfortable, sit down and take time to think about your mistake. Look at what led to the mistake, the assumptions you made, and the actions you should have taken later. Uh, writing about the experience can be very cathartic too. I know personally, I'm, I'm the type of person if I like fall down in the hallway and no one sees, I have to like come in the room and be like, I fell. It's horrible. <laughs> like in my mind, I'm like, there could be a hidden camera. Like they all know, like just, just come clean. I think that a lot of places or a lot of organizations waste a lot of time. I'm trying to like finger point or just like make it go away. So yeah, it's uh, like, I'm spending all this time covering up or hoping that nobody sees it, that it, again, is taking away from the the time you have with the solution. I also think communication plays a big role. And if someone came to me, you know, right after they sent the wrong email, for example, on, that's like, you know, step zero, then versus if they come to you at step four, where they're like, so I sent the wrong email, then I tried to fix it. Then I did this. Like the first question you might ask them is, why didn't you come to me with this sooner? Right? So people also are expecting to help or want to help right away and they can't if you keep it from them. So it's like, now you've made a mistake and maybe they're like irritated at the fact that you didn't bring them into it. It it just kind of adds insult to injury, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think also it's kind of like finding who to put the blame on feels like it's solving the problem, but it has like nothing to do with problem solving. Usually it's just like a weird, satisfying thing to like check off the box before solving a problem. So it's like the quicker you get past that stage of whatever mistake, then the quicker you are to getting the problem actually solved. The world is obsessed with remote work, and we've talked about this on our podcast before in previous episodes. More and more people are creating their dream lives to live and work wherever they choose, and remote jobs are definitely on the rise. But for many employers, this makes it almost impossible to offer benefits like health insurance to their entire team. As more companies embrace the advantages of hiring global talent, they're realizing that the benefits are still very localized and constrained by national borders. That's where our sponsor, SafetyWing, comes in. SafetyWing has solved this problem for remote teams by creating the first global health insurance. SafetyWing is on a mission to fix the problem of remote employee benefits by offering borderless benefits for remote and distributed teams. SafetyWing's remote health insurance works in any country, whether you live there or are just visiting. They have a fully equipped health insurance that works for all of your global employees. So it is built for a truly global workforce. Plus, the great thing about SafetyWing is that you can add anyone affiliated with your company to one simple plan that gets cheaper as you scale. With SafetyWing, you have the ability to customize your policy to make it perfect for your team. Remote health insurance works globally, so you can hire the best talent in the entire world. Safety Wings Remote Health allows companies to offer equal benefits to the whole team, no matter where they live or are located. Your team is global. Their benefits should be global too. Go to safetywing.com slash remote health to learn more. That's safetywing.com slash remote health to learn more. Okay, so our next do of making a mistake at work is to create an action plan. So when you're sharing your mistake, it's a good idea to also share potential solutions as well as an action for how you can improve in the future. So for example, if you missed an important client deadline, write down three or four ways you can improve project management to ensure deadlines are met. So the key here is not to just talk about all these plans, but to actually follow through on them and maybe like mention specific steps. 
Another example would be is if you determine a better process for client projects, um, make it happen. Schedule a training session with your team and show your commitment to the solutions with actual actions and not just words. And also just feels a lot easier to admit to a mistake whenever you're like, but don't worry, here's all the things that I will follow this up with. Instead of just like, well, here's this bomb and like deal with it now. Uh (laughs) It It definitely feels more genuine to say like, I know I messed up and here's how I'm going to fix it by doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think that the pet peeve for people when they say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. It's like a sorry doesn't take away the fact that the mistake happened, but what does help is the action plan and following through. And I think that's really the magic here is following through. Like, you know, the person who had the warrant for the person's arrest because of the ticket, it's like, All right. So the mistake is not only did you uh, not file it, but like, okay, so in the future you'll file them, but like, what's the action item that you're going to put into place to make sure you don't forget stuff like that? You know? So there's the obvious, like I won't send out a test email again, or from in my example, like, okay, I will make sure I, you know, spell check things before I send it out. But that doesn't mean a whole lot if there isn't like that action afterwards. Like, okay, what's the spell check? Well, every Friday, I'm going to send the email to the whole team to also spell check because clearly working in a vacuum where I'm the only person reading it means I easily miss things. So that's where, what we're talking about with the action. Even if you're like, well, it's really like my mistake is so obvious. I just need to not do it again. We'll go one step further because that will be really impressive to your boss too. I think. I think also uh, like an important part of this is, especially with the first two points, I think a lot of the reasons that people will either like try to Uh, pass the buck or keep it a secret is because they're afraid of telling their boss. And I think this is a way of sort of maybe managing up your mistake and being like, before you yell at me, (laughs) really bad, so bad that I'm going to do this, this and this in the future. So uh, you don't need to yell at me because, you know, uh, I feel horrible (laughs) and I've made a plan already. Just please don't yell at me. (laughs) Please don't yell at me. (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, a lot of people don't talk about mistakes out of fear and unless they're public, you know, like the email where everyone is CC'd on it, where you have to own up to it. It's like in that example, I think Keeling, you make a good point. Like also practice owning up to the small mistakes too, (laughs) you know, like earlier on. Okay. Our next tip is a don't and it's don't blame it on others. If this was a mistake created by you fully own it, throwing blame around won't get you any closer to solving the mistake. When you admit your mistakes to your team, you humanize yourself. So people understand that you are a real person with weak weaknesses and you're not a robot. And honestly, I think it makes people like you more when they know like, okay, they're human. They make mistakes too. And that Another point I would like to make about this is that we know that people work in collaborative environments. So sometimes your mistakes are intertwined with a coworker. The best move in situations like this is to address the mistake with your coworker directly and determine if the mistakes were made from, you know, a lack of training, which then might be your mistake, you know, short-term challenges, maybe more long-term challenges. Again, you find that out by having those direct conversations. Um, And then from there, you can work with your coworker and manager if needed to for those future solutions. I think the worst thing you can do is to badmouth your coworker to anyone in the organization, assume that your coworker is aware of the mistakes or go to your coworker's manager. Oof, that just seems really sticky without first talking to your coworker and your manager. So I get that sometimes they are intertwined. And something a therapist told me once is that we're all like hardwired to be able to explain why something happened, AKA blaming it on someone, you know, sometimes mistakes just happen and 
maybe there isn't a specific person to blame. Maybe it's a situation, maybe it's the timing. And so I just would urge everyone to own it. If it's yours, if it's intertwined with somebody else, address it with them privately first and and go from there. Yeah. And I think even if it is like a joint mistake, it's just such a cool thing to be the one to like provide solutions. You know, if you know that you and someone um, made a mistake, whatever for your team, it's just so nice. It's like such a great coworker thing to do. Just being like, but like I've thought of solutions as well. And just being like proactive about it and kind of taking ownership actually of the whole situation. Cause I don't know. I feel like people like kind of like we were mentioning in the last point, it's it's just this like humanizing thing of just like, okay, yeah. And I trust this person moving forward that they'll be like this in the future too, rather than constantly kind of pushing excuses around. And you're like, I don't know if this person can like take the ego out of the situation. Yeah. I was just thinking about, we talk a lot about like toxic employees, toxic workplaces and people who are never wrong are probably at the Mm -hmm. top of the list. Like nothing is more obnoxious than someone who can't take feedback, someone who is never wrong. It's never their fault. They just deflect, deflect, deflect. Like, please don't be that person. You dreadful. We'll talk about you on a a future episode. (laughs) Also, there's a, you're just like wasting creativity with sometimes when you're being like, well, actually, it felt, it felt like it was me writing the email, but actually I got this idea for it's like, that's such mental gymnastics. Just don't do it. Uh, it's so icky too. It's so icky when you like watch someone do that, where they're like, so I did this, but that's because so-and-so told me, gave me this idea. And at the last minute, it's just so unnecessary. And it just, it's icky. It's also kind of like self-infantilizing, I guess. It's like, really? (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Athleta, a performance lifestyle brand for women committed to unlocking their limitless potential. The guiding principles that drive every design, beauty, innovation, sustainability. Each style is crafted for the unique needs of female bodies in motion. This summer, Athleta is your go-to shorts destination. Distraction-free and ultra-lightweight, their shorts are designed so nothing can get in the way of you and your goals. From bike shorts to Bermudas, run shorts to everyday staples, they have your shorts. My personal favorite pair has been the Ultimate Stash Pocket 9-inch short. I love that it has a sleek high waist and they are extremely breathable. And my absolute favorite thing about these shorts is the pocket. The back waistband pocket is great for holding your key or credit card. Um, It also just holds my entire phone. So it's super convenient. In honor of short season, Athleta is encouraging us to lead with our legs, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's running a new PR, climbing to new heights, or standing up for what you believe in, let your legs lead you forward. One of my other favorite Athleta shorts are the Farallon Heathered Shorts. The fabric is so comfortable and it has the stretch of a knit with the look of a woven twill. The heathered fabric is soft, but it gives dimension too. Summer is the time to celebrate the legs that move us forward. Find your new favorite pair of shorts at Athleta and let your legs lead the way. Visit Athleta in stores or online at athleta.com to shop their full range of shorts available in sizes extra extra small to 3X. So our next is a do. Do keep things in perspective. If your boss or manager reacts and is livid and handles your mistake poorly, remember that the way they react is out of your control. There's no need to continuously beat yourself up for an honest mistake. For one thing, it's a waste of time. For another, if you're too busy beating yourself up, you won't have time to turn your mistake into a learning moment. Turn this mistake into a life lesson and use it to help make you better at your job. Use it to help you grow. 
debrief yourself, alter your course to avoid similar fudge ups in the future, and then move forward. Yeah, this is basically me whenever I was yelled at. When I, I was like, I felt really bad and scared in the moment. And then I was like, wait, I genuinely, this was so unintentional of me because I didn't even know it was a wrong thing where I was like, at that point, I was like, I seriously have no control. Like, I already feel bad clearly, but like, it was just like a reiteration to myself to be like, it's fine. Like there's nothing you could have done, you know? And even if it was something like a situation which you could have done something, usually you just feel so bad in the moment that there's no need to just like be so mean to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I was also thinking too, the times in my life where I've made mistakes publicly and I've owned them and I've like, you know, for example, the, when people would write me and they're like, you need to spell check. This says sexist and or sexiest instead of sexist. And I was like, you're right. I do need to spell check. Like I was moving too quickly. The amount of people who then would reply back, like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was a little like tough on that response to you or Mm -hmm. like, in other words, I've never had a bad experience where I've taken, I don't want to say taken the blame, but like taken responsibility for the fact that I made a mistake. I, you know, keeping it in perspective of like, yes, I need to move slower in the future. So, you know, keeping that in perspective for yourself that it's not the end of the world and having the ability to then respond back to people, it almost always goes better. Like people really appreciate that. And they almost love to see the fact that you are able to keep that, um, you know, keep, I guess that perspective and just be able to keep it in line with the more important work that maybe you have to do. I also just wanted to just in case we don't get to cover this part, when someone else makes a mistake, don't be a jerk to yeah. them about mm-hmm. it. Like some people are just, they're making mistakes because they're a human and like they probably know, you know, that I think the classic like internet one, especially when people are like fighting in comments is the, the your, yeah. you know, the your versus your. And it's like, you know, they'll write down this long thought out thing and it'll then someone will just uh, respond like asterisk <laughs> yeah. and it's just like I guess you win but I think it's really nice to like extend grace towards others because we we all make mistakes yeah. right I also think just like for all of these too whenever it's something that's purely happening on the internet or like through like digital communications that's when people are so comfortable calling people out for mistakes and I think like Lauren, to your point, whenever they get a response from the person that made a mistake, they're like, oh, like they don't even realize yeah. that they're speaking to that person. I feel like it's like it's so easy for someone to overreact via email or message or whatever. But then when you talk to them in person, it's like not as bad or like <laughs> they're not saying as many things Like, kind of goes both ways. Yeah. Um, OK, so our last don't is don't over apologize. If you need to apologize, but don't keep harping on it, it only drags the situation out further and it potentially could make the situation worse. So you don't earn back trust with coworkers by over apologizing. You earn back trust after a mistake with small victories. Start by doing quality work on smaller projects and allowing those small wins to help you gain back confidence and overcome any self-doubt you might have. So Mm -hmm. this is like kind of very intertwined with probably all of our previous tips, but yeah, yeah, it it just gets you further from the actual solution. If you're just doing the symbolic over apologizing. Well, and it goes back to that point I made about like saying, I'm sorry, doesn't like, it doesn't get you out of needing to still come up with a solution or the fact that the company still has something they need to address or, you know, it's, it's great, but it, 
over apologizing doesn't at some point you're like, okay, now you're wasting our time with us having to like make you feel okay about what happened. Yeah. Right? I was and just about to say, I was like it at some the critical point, it puts the burden on the person receiving yes. the apology where they're like, I, I need to make this person feel comfortable again. And I don't mm-hmm. have time for that. <laughs> it like yeah. it tiptoes into like gaslighting territory. Where yes. it's like, yes. you know, what, you, have you ever had an ar- argument with someone or a disagreement, say, and they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm the asshole. Like, I, yeah. hate, I hate that yes. response. It's like, that helps nobody. It just yeah. makes me feel bad. And then I have to like backtrack and tell you nice things about yourself when you yeah. are being a jerk right now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You made a mistake. I don't know. <laughs> I also think the best thing that managers can do is lead by example. So admit when you make mistakes and show, you know, your ability to create action plans that you don't over apologize. You don't blame, blame it on others that you are willing to be that example and your team's going to learn from that and they're going to watch that as well. So, you know, people do mimic what they see right in front of them. And so I just think that it's good for all of us to be aware of that. And if you're a manager or you work with a coworker, just keep that in mind. You know, you're kind of teaching them how to respond next time there is a mistake at work. Okay. So the six do's and don'ts for work mistakes are do calm down. Don't try to keep it a secret. Do create an action plan. Don't blame it on others. Do keep things in perspective and don't over apologize. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and you can even share in your review the topics that you want us to cover in future episodes. If you need a boost in your confidence, check out our course, The Confidence Crunch. In it, you'll learn how to strengthen your confidence muscle in just 21 days. That's linked in the show notes.